Welcome in Braves today podcast. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. Braves underscore today on the Twitter. Uh, other than that, you just go to bravestoday.com and find us there. Uh, Lindsey, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Mentor, mentor, mentor. I said going into the Marlins series, I really don't want him seeing the mound. Give him the rest. He's seen way too many, made way too many appearances. Uh, you brought those numbers up to me before we got on the air. I really want him to take a break. I don't. I mean, I like literally leave him in Atlanta when they go to New York this weekend. And I'm not saying that like because I hate him. Right. I'm saying right. that because I think he's just. I think he's spent right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, this game was his 13th appearance of the season, and I mean, you've not played a ton of games, mm. and like the pace is unsustainable. His high in appearances was last year was 75, and you could see that even then. That was too much. He was wearing down. A typical reliever is looking at, you know, 60 appearances is kind of normal. But already being at 12 right now has him on track to hit that 75 mark. And it's it's too much. He threw twice in this series. Uh, and just about every series, he's thrown multiple days, including, not this time, but including a lot of back-to-backs. Mm. And it's just something where you've got to give him a break. Colin McHugh is back. So he can take some innings. Rizal Iglesias is on a rehab assignment in Gwinnett right now. So he'll be back soon. You can give uh, uh, AJ Mentor a little bit of a break just to let the arm rest and kind of get his mind right again after he's had a couple blown saves here. He had the save a couple of nights ago, but then I told you the final game of the Marlins series, that was one of those things where four to nothing, you're heading into the ninth, and I'm sitting there going, oh, okay, we're good. I start doing stuff around the house. I come back. There's a run on the board. I don't think anything of it. Next thing I know, I come back, sit down. There's another run on the board, another couple of runs on the board. And at that point, I was. I was like, yank him. Get, get him out of there. Yeah. Uh, why is somebody not up there? Uh, clearly, he was throwing grapefruits up there. And I want to be completely clear. <clears throat> I do not want you to sit him because of his performance. I want you to sit him because he's tired. Uh, that's that's at the point that I'm at right now. So it's inexcusable, in my opinion. Uh, he it was not any errors, any fielding issues. Uh, I do think at the end of the ball game, even Ronald Acuna tried to he tried to get to a ball. He probably could have cut it off better if he'd have taken the angle. But I think he was going to try to lay out and try to make a game saving diving catch at the end. So that ball goes to the wall two run score off of that. And it just it just compiled and got worse from there. And then the bottom of the ninth hitting order just didn't do anything. I don't even think they put the ball in play at all, hardly. So uh, it was. it's just something that it leaves a bad taste in your mouth before you head to New York. Yeah, I mean, you have a great games one through three of the series. Obviously, you. I mean, you, you scored plenty of runs. You held the Marlins off the board for the most <clears> part, <throat> other than some solo shots last night. And then this happens in game four. It's, it's not a great start. But heading to New York, you have the ability to kind of reset. You get to refocus because you're facing a good team or one of your rivals. And your rotation kind of lines up a lot better than theirs does as far as uh, who's going to go. And, and yep. you, you have to feel like you have the advantage, even though you are going to New York with the lineup over the weekend. I will say this, uh, and, and you'd mentioned it too a little bit earlier with me. Um, this is, we're already starting out on the wrong foot because of a delay that took place, uh, with, with Atlanta, with, with rain, uh, that moved through the area three hours and 20 minutes, whatever it was, uh, that they got started late. Uh, that messes with travel plans, uh, that messes with everything from meal time to 
you know, get into the ballpark probably at a different hour tomorrow because they're going to allow them to sleep a little bit, rest, and try to get uh, try to mix it up. So mm-hmm. um, it it's not starting out great for the Braves who head to New York, and and New York is you know they're licking their chops to get a shot at the Braves, even though we make fun of the Mets always metting that the, the Mets are going to met. Uh, they still get pumped. They've done this for years. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, everything from the, the chipper days of Larry, 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 they already can't stand Acuna because they think he's flashy, even though they've got their own flashy issues, but they don't seem to care about that. They just point at him. Uh, so uh, the Braves have got a, they got a hill to climb. Yeah. The, uh, for, for the Mets, this is their Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. they are, they are geared up for this. They are ready to go. Uh, there's been discussion about Max Scherzer's suspension. Suspended for 10 games after the the ejection, automatic suspension. And uh, there are rumors that the reason he dropped the appeal was so that if the suspension was started immediately, he would be back and available for game four versus the Braves. If that kind of tells you how big of a deal this is to the Mets and arguably how much bigger of a deal it is to the Mets than it is to the Braves. To the Braves, this is just another series against a good team. To the Mets, again, this is their Super Bowl. But uh, Braves will have Kyle Wright. I'm sorry, uh, Max Freed on mm-hmm. Friday night. You love having your Friday night guy uh, versus David Peterson, matchup of the lefties. Saturday, you're looking at Tyler Miguel for the Mets versus Spencer Strider. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, a, a Fox broadcast in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, Sunday is a day game, Charlie Morton versus Jose Butto. And then Monday, the, the afternoon getaway, 110 Eastern, Bryce Elder versus, they haven't announced it, but versus mm-hmm. Max Scherzer for the final game of the series. Yeah, they don't have him in there right now. Um, I've told you before, I think Scherzer, I'm not a Met fan by any means. I think he totally got railroaded. Uh, those of you that have seen examples of what all took place and him, and if you haven't heard the story, if you've been under a rock or just not paying attention because it's the Mets and they're out of market and you just didn't really uh, follow it, uh, he was asked why. He got warned all three innings before he was ejected in the fourth. Uh, he had to switch gloves at one point. He had to wash his hands and the – Protocol now is you wash your hands with basically rubbing alcohol. And then since their hands sweat, then he puts rosin on his hands. And alcohol and rosin do not mix. And so it creates a tacky stickiness. It actually, it basically leads to pitchers cheating the more the umpires make them wash their hands. And if you have not seen the video of David Cohn showing an example of that, at one point in time, he literally held a ball up with just two fingers and the ball. And the, and that was from him washing his hands once. That's not doing it three times on three different innings and still getting busted. So uh, I'm Scherzer did it just because, as you said, I'm with you. I think he dropped the appeal because he just wants to play. And pitchers serving 10 games as opposed to Ronald Acuna serving 10 games are two different things because they still count the pitchers, even if they're in a five-day rotation, five-man rotation, then those games count, even though they never are yeah. going to see the field anyway. You miss two starts, in yeah. essence. And so that's what it seems like he's done. Again, as Lindsay said, they haven't announced that that he's going to be pitching Scherzer. Uh, Max Scherzer is going to be pitching on Monday. Uh, but I got a sneaky suspicion that's who we're going to see um, take the hill, take the bump for uh, for the Mets. And uh, who knows if the Braves get started off on the wrong foot. The best news is what you just said, Freed getting things started on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, Just the having, way he's been playing. Having Freed and Strider one and two has to make you feel really good. Freed is technically only one and zero on the year because he hasn't had as many starts, mm-hmm. but a ZRA point six zero, and then right behind him, Spencer Strider three and zero with a one eight zero ERA. Spencer Strider leads all of baseball in strikeouts per nine innings. Him and Jacob Degrom are kind of neck and neck, 
and then I want to say they're in the they're in the 14s, and yep. then after them it's Shohei Otani like right around 12 strikeouts per nine. Like it's just mm-hmm. Spencer Strider's on another plane of existence right now, and so having those two guys leading off the series make me feel really good when we make our predictions a little bit later mm-hmm. that the Braves are going to at least win two of these games simply because you have your two best guys going against uh, their two of their guys that have a collective ERA added together of almost 10. Yep. Uh, I will say that uh, the Braves, during the Marlins series, you mentioned it uh, going back a little bit. Uh, they had a great first three games. I really thought they were going to walk away with a sweep. Probably should have, except for, the uh, again, blowing it by Mentor in the in the ninth. Um, but other than that, everybody looked good. Uh, you know, Olsen, he's still swinging at some bad pitches, it seems like. Uh, and uh, I don't know what his numbers were strikeout-wise because he did have a couple of, of big big knocks that – uh, really helped the Braves out. Acuna still is absolutely on fire and doesn't seem like anybody has his number or can figure out what to do with him. Ronald Acuna Jr. is, I mean, he's on the top of the leaderboards for multiple different categories at this point. He's he's leading in hits. He's leading in plate appearances. He's leading in stolen bases. He's leading in runs scored. Uh, he is absolutely playing like the MVP candidate that we know he can be. Uh, and hit a home run the other day, so he's doing the other half of the 40-40 tracker. At this rate, he may have 40 steals by the All-Star break yeah. at this rate. And then you're just looking at getting the home runs in the back half of the of the schedule. He is uh, just, I mean, the complete package, he's making things happen defensively. He is running this offense. And provided that some of the guys behind him can do some work, we saw Austin Riley strike out four times on, yeah. um, on Thursday. But provided that those guys can have just standard games, average games, the Braves are going to score plenty of runs. I really want Riley to step it up a little bit. Acuna's doing his job, as we talked about, uh, and and Olsen's doing probably layman's work. He's still not doing as what what my expectations are for him. But mm-hmm. uh, as you and I mentioned a couple of pods ago, I can't complain that much. I asked for a 260 to 285 guy. That's what I'm getting right now. Uh, I just can really do without the strikeouts and him leaving guys out there at second base and leaving guys. Because that's the thing. When Acuna makes his way around the third, just find a way to get in the ball the air. Like yeah. he a short fly ball, Acuna's going to make it to the plate unless somebody's just got an absolute hose in the outfield. And see, Acuna's smart enough; he knows what player that is. So he's not. He we've seen it already this year. He hasn't tested some arms, but then others, he doesn't think twice about it. He knows that number one, they can't get it there, and if they do, their you know the percentages of being on target are just not that great. So he doesn't worry about it. So uh, you know those guys step up a little bit. It could be this could be one of those. I don't want to say make or break. See, we're way too far early in the season to talk about this, but I really don't want the momentum of the last game of the Marlins series to go over into New York. Freed have finally have an off night and it start out on the wrong foot. Striders do for an off night. It continue on the wrong foot. And then Scherzer pitching on Monday, uh, which is probably going to happen, could make things even worse before it's all said and done with. Yeah. I think the Braves are fortunate with the way the line, the, rotation breaks out. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see uh, the big stumble from both Freed and Strider. Strider did struggle a little bit early. A lot of mm-hmm. people kind of, because he's been so good recently, he had kind of talked about after the first start or two, he had been trying to pace himself so he could go deeper into games, feeling like he needed to eat more innings as one of the, you know, the only healthy pitchers that we had. And uh, they kind of talked to him a bit and said, Hey, just let it eat, do your thing. We'll take care of the rest. And since then he's been back to Spencer Strider from last year. So I feel like he's kind of gotten a little bit of the not great stuff out of his system. Uh, I, I, I feel really good about picking at least a 2-2 split, if not a 3-1 series win by Atlanta. Uh, 
I will go 2-2 split. I don't think it's three. I think we go in. Uh, the Mets are two and a half back now. I think they remain two and a half back. I think it's a two and two split uh, as we get back from uh, New York, which I honestly, I would take that. I would call that a win. That's yeah. not losing any ground. And mm -hmm. so I'll take that. What I want to totally avoid is number one, a sweep. I don't know that's going to happen. Braves 10 and two on the season right now on the road. Uh, so if they can continue that hot streak of being that hot on the road, which they seem to uh, seem to kind of take joy in, then uh, we could be looking at a brave sweep as, as the best outcome that, that takes place. And uh, and I got to tell you, with what took place in the ninth on the final game, Snitaker is usually the type that he's kind of a, a guy that says, says his mind in the locker room and in the clubhouse. And he may look at him and go, this is unacceptable. This can't happen. And it may rejuvenate him a little bit, and he'll remind them of their ten and two record and this the expectations that come away from New York. So I still say two two split. Yeah, two two split feels safe. I'd, I'd love again. I'd love three one. I feel like two two is the safest way to do it. Just simply looking at the pitching matchups and how mm -hmm. good this offense is, and especially how good Ronald Acuna has been. Knowing that the Mets are kind of an unspoken thing people don't talk about, the Mets are missing their starting catcher Omar Narvaez right now, yep. and so you have a an offensive first catcher and a rookie that's back there playing along with a career backup catcher. So I feel good about the ability to take some stolen bases, even though a lot of stolen bases are on the pitchers, not the catchers. I still feel good about Acuna's chances of making havoc on the base bats. I'll predict three stolen bases this weekend, and I'm probably going to be too low. Yeah, that probably will be with, with Acuna. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It's Braves Today, bravestoday.com or braves underscore today on Twitter. Lindsey, as always, I greatly appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having me. Chop on.